Hello, Cucky. What's with AM Sports Radio talk shows not talking about sports? <laughs> this is The Changing Station with your host, Cucky the Dwarf. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. Talk about sports! <laughs> I want to hear about Fernando Tatis. Cucky the Dwarfy Boy Boy. On the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. That's from Cucky. <laughs> God, that was awful. So my foster dad, he's got his fist all the way up in there, up to his old uh, World War II tattoo, <laughs> right here on his elbow. And he goes, ah! And he reaches out and I go, I told you that gerbil bite you. <laughs> <laughs> Are we on? Are we on the air right now? Oh, hey, everybody. Another Friday night, St. Louis, Missouri, home of the ice apocalypse. Am I right? It's crazy out there. It seriously is crazy. Stay indoors. I don't know why we came up here. I, Who do we got in here? We have, of course, the beautiful, luscious. Look at that long hair flowing from that cat. It's really nice. God. Say hi to the beautiful people tonight, buddy. Hello, world. Oh God! You just like what your, I did. Sm- your smile brings joy to the masses. <laughs> and I'm eating a little uh, a tootsie pop. Is that what you call? It? Yeah, tootsie roll pop. So if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm wearing the pants you bought me, Cucky. Are you? Stand up for a second. Turn around. Oh, this is nice. Those are nice. The Lululemon. Oh my goodness! Oh, they're amazing. Lululemon <laughs> pants, dude. They. Really accentuate your ball sack, if I do say <laughs> so myself. Really cup them nicely. And joining us for the second, third, second, second time, time, yeah, Craig Kohler. I feel like you've joined me my whole life, sir. How are you? I'm great. Feeling great. Got here safe. We had some fun in the parking lot. We had earlier. a lot of fun in the parking lot out there. The ice storms only come so often. So when they do, you got to... Rank it, ramp, ramp it up, ramp it up a little bit. Do that. Absolutely. Rank, rank it up a little bit too. We're not going to do fan P rankings. Sorry. Sorry to the three people that actually care about that. You know, I apologize <laughs> in advance. But the ice outside, we got some hills in this parking lot. I almost smashed into Plowsy's car. I immediately put both feet on the ground, slipped, bashed into my own door, bashed back into my side. And as I'm falling down, my door decides to close back. Because I whipped it open so hard that it wound back into me. I was fine, though. I was <laughs> fine. My wrist hurts a little bit, though. It's terrifying out there. I was driving from old Hillsbury. And, it's, uh, down in Hillsboro. Northbound, it, it's like the apocalypse out there. There's cars pulled off on the side of the road, smoking on the median. Like, it's... Smoking on the median, I bet. Yeah, no, like, the worst part of my trip was actually getting out of Soulard. Absolutely. Even, like, on a 10% incline... I my tires just kept moving and I was actually <laughs> doing the swerving side to side method in the middle of the road. Luckily, I got over that little hill. I think that's on Lammy, and well, the, ended up making it. I mean, the interstate was fine for me. They're not salt. The interstates were great, but yeah, the back roads are. They're not salt in those things, right? No, not they. Sular. They don't even plow. Those, oh, like right? the city streets? No, those? they're just hitting the main streets. I think for the most part. Okay, well, uh, the ice out here, impressive. Hillsboro, impressive. But on, I like to multitask, okay? So right as soon as I hit, I like to multitask when I drive. As soon as I hit St. Charles, I don't even know what I was doing. Oh, I was switching from Google Maps back to iPhone Maps. And I was like, okay, 
I think I can do this on the road. The interstates are good, you know? It's pretty good. Well, right before you get to the bridge to St. Charles, there's like an exit, I believe. Yeah. Well, I was accidentally in that lane. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just veer back over. Bad move, bro. <laughs> I did a full, I not a full, but like a quarter turn, my butt end sticking out. Dodge Ram, Ram Tough. That's a Dodge Ram, Ram Tough. And my back end's flipping out to the side. I... You know, you get that feeling where you're like, ah, I get it back sound. Obviously, I'm a great driver. I turned my wheels with the slide, pumped the brakes a little bit. Got we getting we only we're only taking calls. We're the phone lines are blown up. We're only taking calls on the ice storm right now. But no, I, I that adrenaline rush you get though. Oh, it's from that. It is awesome. You just so gotta I did surrender it like, to it. You do. I did it like three or four more times, just a test fate. You know what I mean? It was great. <laughs> what do we got? The intern. The intern. Okay, the intern. Uh, well, this is going to be a joke earlier, but we'll just go ahead and do it now. The intern actually died. Guy's on his way here. That's how bad the ice storm was. He's calling from the other side. So, no, he didn't. He hasn't called yet. We didn't. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. Um, we'll edit that out, too. Um, yeah, so intern Tim Howard. We never knew your real name. He really helped us out at that live remote. Truman's live remote. I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to write that down. But uh, let's have a moment of silence for uh, intern Tim Coward. (laughs) This is live radio Friday night. Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? Hello. (laughs) Hey, what's it like over there? Well, I, I have to admit, it's quite interesting up here. Are you in purgatory? Craig Sager, Craig Sager is up here with a fancy suit. Oh, too soon with the Craig Sager yeah, stuff. Johnny Cash is singing, I Walk the Line. Oh, wow. It's a magical time up there, isn't it? David Bowie's up here rocking out. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. This is I'm our first. You guys, do you guys have candles lit for me? This is our first call from the... Uh... In the eternal side. You should have candles lit for me. Um, we do. We have a big. Uh, we, we're gonna do a Ouija board, and a you seance. Something else lit for me though. I bet didn't yet. Oh, there he is, there intern. He is. Hey, how yeah, was your parking lot? You hey, got, you know. Are you in the parking lot? Because I heard you. Uh... Uh, no, I wish I was in the parking lot watching. Uh, lousy looks like uh, Fred ass tires. Uh, oh, up. we weren't we weren't gonna bring that up. Way to go! <laughs> he said he told me not to bring there. it up. He told I me not there. to bring. I'm sorry, that's what happens when you get in car accidents trying to get coffee. <laughs> yeah, what do you wake what... for the show? Yeah, what happened? You know? Walk us through it. It's the um, ice storm 2016. I mean, we're not saying we December. were counting on the pizza and donuts and drinks. Yeah, we, we were gonna have tra- you bring we're, food. We are trapped in here now, so thanks. We all it was, it yeah, we're it spending the night. O'clock. It was nine o'clock. I was like, okay, there's about a half hour. The road's kind of cleared up. I was like, I think I can make it. So I was like, I'm going to go get some coffee. I'm driving down the road. Road's pretty good. I decided to pull into Dunkin' Donuts. And, of course, Dunkin' That's Donuts doesn't know how to salt their driveway or their, their, their parking lot. Ooh, never mind. And uh, I, was, I was coming in hot. Bailed on that. way too hot, and I hit a curb. And now my steering's effed up, and... Um, my tires are probably flat. My tires probably flat right now. So, man, not good. But at least you're yeah. safe, right? At least yes, you're exactly. safe. I'm safe. I'm alive. I didn't uh, hurt anybody else. 
You, and, uh, I'm just kind of depressed that I didn't get to witness all the fun that you guys had in the parking lot. You know, I was hey, going in on the fun. Hey, have you been doing? Uh, and this is off air. We'll put us off air right now. But have you been sniffing glue tonight like you usually do? No, no, of course not. No, okay. No, put me back on air. All right, we're back on air now. Okay, I just wanted back to. On air. Just wanted to make sure uh, everything was good with you and yours. Well, what are you driving around these days? Let's get into that real quick. What do you well, got? I, well, I have two vehicles. You tr- oh, down, blessed. So actually, now they're both down, so obviously I can't uh, drive anywhere. But I was driving a Honda CRV. All-wheel drive? Or what do you got on that, baby? What do you got on that Honda CRV, pal? All-wheel drive did not work very well. Apparently. Well, guess what? It's not going to work very well because, uh, well, I have a Dodge Ram, Ram Tough. Um, and it can, it, it just flies. It's in four wheel drive and I'm cooking and it stops yeah, you even better. It to your house. I couldn't No, you watch that video. Yeah, so Everyone check out the periscope. Cucky at Cucky the dwarf on Twitter. <laughs> check it out. I'm like a at Peoria Plow. Like oh, stop it. Intern. You know exactly what to say <laughs> to get me to love you even more. Well, we're glad that well, you, out there. no, don't, I'm about getting ready to cut you off. So don't ask any more questions. Dude. Why? I'm you can, no, you can't stay have, on the phone the whole time. Oh, you do? I have show notes. Okay. We'll go. I, have, I printed read out them a off. bunch of great stuff that I was going to talk about. I got it highlighted. Wow. Unlike last week. Unlike last week when we were still prepared for this show. What are you talking about? We were soup prepared. Oh, That's what man. the critics actually said afterwards. Craig, you read the online I articles. Did. Yeah, I caught that on the Riverfront Times. I was yes. afraid to listen to it, actually. Uh, yeah, I stopped halfway through because I kept yelling into the microphone. <laughs> For how bad it was. Plowboy and I made everyone clap like 30 times. Actually, it sounded really entertaining. We went to Truman's. That's what we're talking about last week. The show was at Truman's. How awesome is Truman's back patio? We rock. I think we... I, if, Next time we do that, hopefully there's a next time. Yeah, Truman's immediately um, said they want to do do it again. Immediately. I'm gonna be prepared. I'm going to be prepared this next time. Don't don't beat so, yourself up, okay? Twice I asked you how nice the back patio was. I was trying to set you oh, up I'm to kind of, and you're like, it's all about me. It's all about me. You're learning it's tonight, okay? All about you. I, Thank I'm, you. I'm I'm happy that you uh, actually um, watched Die Hard. I was very impressed. Well, guess what? Next week, tweeted out that it's a Christmas movie, and I was even like just ecstatic because I, I think I. You're right. Everyone who said it was a Christmas movie, I had nothing else to talk about, so I hit on it like 15 times. Yeah, everyone who said it was a Christmas movie was correct. I am in full agreement. They mentioned Christmas numerous times, and actually, Cucky's Christmas special will be coming at you. Twelve twenty twenty three. Twelve twenty three. Is that right? Friday. Yeah, twelve twenty three. Someone. Yeah, that's next Friday. All right. Be there, hopefully. All right, yeah. brother. Well, we can't wait to see you next time, man. Drive safe, and uh, if you can get here with like maybe some food in the next forty-five, that'd be tight too. <laughs> oh, yeah, Super I'll tight. Delivered. Don't worry. All right. See you, buddy. Intern Tim Howard calling from the dark side. Oh, Timmy. <laughs> you named that little chap. Oh, he looks exactly like him. He's a dead ringer. Yeah, and then he went to. Uh, Went to Truman's. Remember when he MF'd? Word slip? Oh, man. Mr. Word slip. Word slip went crazy in the live show. He kept looking at everybody. He's like, everyone's looking at us. What are we doing? What are we going to talk about? I'm like, okay, just chill out. Because if they see us freaking out, (laughs) they're going to know something. Don't think I'm not freaking out right now. Everyone's looking at me. That's kind of like my life, though. I'll get people to just stare at me. You got to be comfortable with that. We love intern Tim Howard, though. He is a trooper. He really probably did have notes 
and highlighted stuff because that's just the type of guy he is. I know he would have been here if he could have. He got to sit with me at the uh, main table, though, at Truman's, their back patio. I'm going to keep coming back to that. It's a beautiful back patio. They got it all covered, and it was kind of cold with just a few people in there. Plowsy came in, started working his magic, started moving around, yeah. and moving and shaking a little bit. It's all you know, in the hips, Craig, baby. It's all in the hips. You saw him sliding down a hill. You know what's <laughs> up. You know how he Mace does. dog had so much fun that he stumbled into my apartment and passed out on the couch. <laughs> oh, sure. Nice. Your apartment bedroom am i right if i'm in you and no but uh he did sleep on the couch okay that's cute um no he came up and tried to help because we had some technical difficulties at the beginning the crowd could not hear the show and it got a bit unruly in there they're like we want to hear a show i i did see people you know with pitchforks and you know it was old school mob type Torches, you can have live active torches in uh, Truman's back patio. Nice. They allow smoking and torches, which is nice. Um, but the back patio, it warmed up real quick. Plowsy, uh, Mace Dog, thank you to Mace Dog. Um, Brad Packer, Danny Packer, everyone was helping with the sound. An intern, Tim Howard, I think, was the one who actually figured it out. TJ brought his cool little bass or a little uh, beagle. Oh, yeah. The dogs were flowing. Speaking of dogs, congratulations to. Uh, white collar gangster, the, yeah, huge the man, shout out. the man of the pony report. He, uh, well, he won't be doing any more pony reports, will he? He got a little one now. He's got a wee little one now. No Him and intern Tawny got a new puppy. I can't wait to see it. I already made some puppy play. What's its name? I think it's Mello, M E L O, with the apostrophe before the M. Okay, I was hoping he would be wrong. Really? Because he forgot the guy's name who helped him move, yet he remembers the white collar gangster's dog? And the apostrophe. Oh my God, he remembered it in great detail. So I'm like, oh, M-G. This is like Arkansas. So shout out to them. Let me go ahead and I got a list here. So just a peek behind the scenes. Oh, shout out to Hudson too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hey, sitting pretty uh, pet care, plowboy. If you need someone to watch your dog, sitting pretty pet care. Absolutely. Uh, Jason Roberts, Christy Roberts, she'll come hook you up. She's great. See, I need that, but I also wouldn't mind just like a popper buyer. I'm sorry. Like you know, like somebody to pop in. Oh, a them. popper buyer. Yeah. A well, popper sure buyer. Something. Everything's got a price, right? You know, I mean, I just. Why'd you look at me like that when you said that? <laughs> you know. What? Somebody you know why. Hand gesture to the Yeah, yeah why? Well, no one can see the hand gestures but me. Mm, I'm going to go sit in the cuck studio for a minute if you'll excuse me. But, uh, and so, like, you know, walk them, you know, get them a little exercise around the block and then give them Manual a treat, release. let them drink some water, and then I have a nice cage, and he enjoys the cage. It's not punishment. He knows okay, that. Okay, how do you feel about, uh, well, Chrissy Roberts, she runs Sitting Pretty Pet Care, okay, and she's she'll be a popper buyer. But Absolutely. Her brother, uh, Jason Roberts, who Hudson, he is a great dog. But Jason Roberts is also um, a little guy. He's just a little guy. That's the little one. There he is, the little guy. But Jason Roberts, he's actually he works alongside of his sister, and he's his specialty is expressing dogs' anal glands, which he is just really. He was born to do it. That, you know, some have said that, that he was born to express the anal glands of dogs. Thank you, Jason. Someone's got to do it. We love the little anal gland guy. Express yourself. 
Okay, where do we segue from there? We have these things we're going to start doing called quick hits. Oh, and by the way, the Rose Extermination Changing Station. Plowboy gave you a gift before the show. How are you liking that thing? We haven't got to use it yet. Oh, it's fantastic, obviously, from Cooley Babes. Mm, the Cooley people are just splendid. You need to support businesses that have great people. Absolutely. If you can yep. do that, do that. I don't, but I'll tell you to do it. Like I, I wish I could. I'm just like too lazy and selfish, I guess. I don't know. But I know the Cooley people now, so I will support Cooley. They're great people, and they make a heck of a product. They do. It's a the, dual, the dual coil is mm. all makes all the difference. I mean, it's beautiful. And the color schemes that they come out with are fantastic. Unique and uh, effervescent, I'll say. Very aesthetically pleasing <laughs> while fully functional. CooleyShop.com. Their shirts are made from just the, the softest material. The mane of a unicorn. Uh, yeah, if it was uh, pieced together by a Chinese 12-year-old laborer, <laughs> oh. you know what I mean? Sorry about that. No, Cooley's shirts are made with hemp by Canadians, I think. I'm sorry, I don't know that. But Cooley Shop does have <laughs> awesome stuff. They're, the dual coil is where it's at. They got different products. You can smoke your or vape your legal concentrates out of it. So do that because you can get you can actually get CBD oil. Oh wait, oh not anymore. Ah, sorry about you. Oh, and that's not even a real. That actually pees me. Oh, that they're gonna make. If you guys hadn't heard, you've probably heard us talk about CBD oil before. Well, it's illegal. CBD oil is illegal. The extract from the hemp plant, which the hemp plant has 0.3 or less THC or 3% less. Either way, dirt cron from back in the day was what, seven? Now they're having strains that have 27, 30 in the 30s, low 30s. Now you can get dabs and waxes in the 70s. They have the uh, THC crystals, which oh, are in the, the 99, live, the live, live resin, resin live resin, percentile. but to make CBD a non-psychoactive element of the hemp plant illegal because it pretty much cures, not treats, pretty much cures duvet syndrome in some patients. I think it's something like 60, uh, 60% of people that take it for seizures. Yeah, it calms a lot of seizures down. I mean, it, you watch the videos. You can see it happen watch right in front of you. the videos. It's, in, it's incredible. People, you see people with these tremors, and then they take it, and 20 minutes later, I mean, tremors where they, I mean, they couldn't hold a glass of water. It'd be spilling all over the place, and then they're just calm. That's your kid, bro. Absolutely, yeah. There's, there's hey, no excusing this. There's a little oil that comes from this uh, plant. It grows every 90 days, and you can actually get more fiber from that than a whole a mess of trees, which is a whole different subject altogether not only can you get building materials from these plants but you get this little oil and it your kid charlotte's web oil please research it this show is all bs most of the time but we'll tell you some stuff and we expect you to do your homework it's sad that they're like purposely i mean at least the federal government turning their back knowingly on a lot of children and a lot of people with ps um, ptsd i mean uh, it's really sad, and it's now they're just doing it on purpose. They're blatantly saying, I mean, there's, like you said, you go on YouTube, find 300,000 videos of kids instantly go from 100 Caesars today to maybe one, in some cases, zero. It's, and they're saying that it's. 
It's no, criminal it, to be it, to be a Schedule One drug. It's it's, I, it's I, criminal. I mean, Class One felony. Are you kidding me? Look it's at insane. the Schedule One drugs compared to the Schedule Two drugs, and they have them all messed up. All the uh, hallucinogens are Schedule One. I didn't realize that. Well, and if you consider what they're giving people, the opiates, the amount of people that opiates are killing, and people are becoming addicted, and it's really not fixing anything. It's just opiates, things. synthetic I mean, opioids, it's methadone, and they hand methadone out like they give it's it out can- like it's I mean, pez. It's, it's ridiculous. Oxycontin. My hometown, and alone, had in one full calendar year had four high schoolers die of methadone. And what n- are we doing? Insane, How can man. we pay insane. taxes? I was looking up a thing because. I'm sure you can say, write a letter that says, hey, I'm not going to pay taxes because I don't agree with drones. I don't agree with what you guys are doing. I'll pay for schools and roads, and that's what I'm paying you in taxes. Because if you just keep giving them 25% of your check or less or more, I don't even really understand the tax code. I'm not sure if anyone really does. But if you're giving them that money and they don't have the competence to realize that CBD is a medicine, some innocuous substance you get off of a weed that grows pretty much anywhere, and these kids are suffering. This mom, Charlotte's Webb, she brought her daughter back to life, I think, two, three, four times. She had to have the conversation with herself if she would actually bring her daughter back again to just keep doing this. It's unfathomable. Same thing. No one should have to, to think about that when there's something that's at least helping. You know, I won't even be, you know, I won't even. Be as bold and probably as truthful as saying it, it it's curing it. But I know if, if it's, but if it's, I helping, think sometimes that wording will scare right. people well, off. Well, it does. So, so fine. maybe I so shouldn't fine. Even so, say that. So you say that it's helping. It's clearly helping. I mean, clearly. There's, there's no there's no debate there. There's doctors everywhere saying there is absolutely a medical use for this. What are we doing? Schedule one, zero medicinal use. Schedule one, it is highly addictive. What what what? What are we, we, we're in charge of voting people in. Well, there's in. still people out there that think marijuana is a gateway drug. And that in itself is just, wow. I mean, it's just. Unf- That's dying that, off though. It is unf- the I mean, ideas, still out there. And- the ideas of our fathers are dying. We are living in the age of, of the awakening right now with these computers we got we sitting in front of, of us. Yeah, I mean. And we're the babies of the internet. We are the babies. This stuff is spreading like wildfire. Dude, the cancer industry, I'm a big believer in uh, the you know treatments for, we're talking about seizures. Well, they're finding CBD in other countries can possibly help with certain types of cancer. Not with just the symptoms of chemo. I'm talking about actually helping Attacking with, the cells. yes, a, in leaving your healthy cells okay. The endocannabinoid system, write that down. The endocannabinoid system, look at that up. Charlotte's Web, look that up. Okay, it's unbelievable that we can't even study it here because it's a schedule one drug we can't let the scientists do their job that's on us though is it not is it not for why am i blaming someone else i'm not doing anything about it am i sending my thoughts and prayers to people i'm saying hey man yeah another one bites the dust hey man thoughts and prayers sorry your daughter has duvet syndrome they just made cbd illegal sorry about that i i I just don't know if I can take it anymore, and I will. I have to because I have kids, and I'm very much involved in the system, very much. Oh, man, it's you got to take it. It'll get you worked up. Take yeah. a deep breath, everybody. Friday night, Rose Extermination, changing stations. See, I don't even want to <laughs> say it anymore. Coolyshop.com, though.
Hey, uh, well, we're going to get in all that, but also uh, I wanted to talk about Charlie Marlowe for a second. Hosannas to Charlie Marlowe. I know he's a huge fan. I know he's listening right now. That's why I'm going to go ahead and don't plot. Let, plot boy, do not laugh. What is that? <laughs> I started giggling. Charlie, I know you're listening, buddy. I just want to say excellent work on. Can we even talk about it? Are we allowed to talk about it? Professional liar. The graphic heard round the world. He was quite the steward of the city. That was great, right? I it mean, was that, it was phenomenal. And he, I mean, I, I get the apologies worth it. If you got to apologize, you got to apologize. But you didn't say anything that wasn't true. So I don't understand having to apologize for the truth. Get in front of it, you know, but, you know, whatever. The apology, having to issue the apology almost made it better because you could kind of point a white hot spotlight on how ridiculous the system is. You're like, oh, I can't even have a little fun on here. You're supposed to be professional, biased. uh, Have you ever seen those Conan O'Brien things where they do the uh, everywhere's local news says the exact same script? Read the script. Where, what office is it coming from a main office and then handed down to all these actors who give us our news? That'll get me worked up too, man. That's what the radio's for, though. Getting all sorts of worked up. So we just want to give a shout-out to Charlie Marlowe. He's got a great family. He's building something special. Welcome to St. Louis, buddy. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying invite me to your wedding, but I would like, you know... Yeah, I wouldn't, mind, uh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I'll be your plus one. Okay, cool. We'll go on a date. Oh my God, let's just go like <laughs> wedding crashers style. Let me let me cross. Charlie. I know Charlie would love it, but I know maybe his friends and her family may not understand fully <laughs> what cucky. What a cucky oh, they'll the understand is. what cucky's all about real quick at a wedding. All right, it's, it's not a wedding table until the half shirt comes out. Let me tell out. you, that is not the endorsement you want to send to Charlie before you don't he does have this. Have to be rich to be my girl. I just come out and they're like, uh, "The bride's trying to walk down the aisle, pal. You're gonna have to settle down." <laughs> not after my eighteen. <laughs> not after my eighteen minutes solo. Uh, Charlie, I'm kidding. I will be very respectful at your wedding. So go ahead and invite Plowsy, and I will be his plus. One, thank you. Charlie's part of the uh, family here at 590 The Fan, 1057 HD2 FM, inside STL.com, CBS Sports Radio, Fox Sports Radio. I, did, I can read it off the microphone. Oh, I'm just realizing that now. 855 282 2522. Got the number right, too. What show is this? 12? Bam. In your face. I don't think dad. you got the, uh, the number right. I love. <laughs> I love my dad. I didn't mean to put it in his face right there. But uh, 590, the fa- you know who else is a, a great uh, great family member of this? <laughs> the We Are Live guys, okay? I wanted to give them a shout-out. I saw a picture of Travis and uh, where his face was on the whole crew's face. What is it? Travis, Chris, Gainsey, uh, Carly, and is there one more person? Oh, they had a comedian with them. We are live two to four on this very station. They are awesome. They're great. That picture, though, killed me. Killed. I don't know who the magic man. You can do a lot with Photoshop these days, though, or especially like the Snapchat with the Snapchat face replacement. What if someone goes around just acting like me all day, like sending people snaps is me and people don't understand? That's not me. That could really mess my life up, pal. Okay, that's just a fear that you don't need to have, okay? And if you do have a lot of fears that you don't need to have, don't hold on to those fears. 
Floating. Craig? Oh, floating. Craig, what do you think about floating in the RFT? They had that article. I didn't read it yet, did you? I have not, no. Oh, okay. uh, I, <laughs> no, haven't read it. I've, I've done it. You know, I okay, know about floating, it from experience. Okay, well, uh, there's two companies that offer floats in St. Louis right now. The, yeah, that I know of. Um, float STL. Float is STL is one, and then Presence Float Center out in town and country. Have you been to Presence? Uh, that's where. Yeah, it's actually kind of weird. A, a friend of mine I went to grade school with eons ago. Like it's her fiance's place, and uh, it's a pretty pretty cool. It's like oh, they, it's great. Got like I think five or six different tanks so real chill vibe in there I'm absolutely sure. yeah just and and you know i when you find when you go to places like that you you run into people that you want to talk to you know they're they're doing things that are kind of maybe outside of the norm you have a little you know you, you kind of have deep conversations with oh, random yeah. strangers you, you know do. because you when do. you when you uh submerge yourself well i guess you don't really submerge yourself but when you throw yourself into that um, oh that was very coy uh, sir submerge <laughs> submerge you know, but, me right but when now. you do that it's i mean to be isolated under the influence of nothing but you know i mean just really just your own thoughts and and you don't even realize how much gravity weighs on you <laughs> until you're weightless and you all your senses are kind of taken away and it's just you with your thoughts. And some people, it's tough. We talked about that a little bit a couple of weeks ago. Some people can't really sit with their thoughts that long because their heartbeat in their ears or their breath is giving them anxiety. But, man, if you oh, kind totally. of battle through that, you can really okay. kind of get some nice introspection. You well, know? To, to break, Plowsy, you know what a float tank is? You can, you can actually talk instead of just nod your head. I do not. All right. That was much better. Um, well, <laughs> well, you know who uh, Stefan, Stefan Curry is? Steve, Stephen, yeah, I know Stephen, Stephen Curry. Curry. Yeah. I believe he's a U.S. Uh, professional basketball athlete, and he does he floats. Yeah, and even before he floated, I heard about it on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's a and big Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Okay, so it's these. They look like big spaceship coffins. Some of them. I yeah. did the one at Float STL. Okay. And, not to, you know that's what they, that's what I thought of. I'm not you know maybe they're like please don't no, mention that's... that they're water coffins. Okay, that's not <laughs> they're pods. How, they're, yeah, pods. they're pods. Much better name. Kind of like it. what Keanu Reeves woke up in in, in the Matrix. You Probably know not I mean? another good example. Yeah, <laughs> all the all the hoses <laughs> yeah. sticking out of your chest. They really doesn't hurt when they enter them into your spinal cord. It no, really it's not bad. It only bad. hurts for the no, first second. No, yeah. and then you're connected. Um, but you're in. A, you can either get in a pod or a room, and the essence of floating is to get in there and fully let yourself relax because you are suspended in an epsom salt solution yeah it's, i think it's one-to-one salt to water i don't know and that, it's supposed to be 95 ish degrees somewhere around there so when you get in you turn off the lights and you lay back and you're suspended so that just your ears are under the water and you're floating on your back like you would some days in the ocean or sure. you know some uh, people who are girthy can float in regular water. If you're if you can float in regular water, get your stuff checked. Okay, that's all I can say. Um, I sink like a stone, boys. <laughs> uh, I'm the Michael Phelps of sinking to the bottom of lakes. <laughs> the best. Well, you go in there and you it's it's different when you first get in there. And my experience, I went to float STL. They told they tell me not to eat beforehand. Okay, so I'm like, okay, I won't eat. I thought my appointment was at 7. Well, it was actually at 9. So I get there at 7, and it's one of these places where they're like, hey, I'm Kevin. How about you go ahead and pop them shoes off? And everyone has this great energy, and you're like, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Absolutely. But you're like, hi, I'm new. And so I pop them shoes off, and they're like, here, come over to the iPad station. And some guy sitting like Indian style has an iPad, and he's like, 
what's your name, fella? And I'm like, oh, it's uh, Steve Erroneous Elgin. You know, because I wanted to sound like I had a cool middle name. And so he said, all right, your appointment's at nine. You want to hang out for a while? And I was like, I'm scared. I got to leave. So I'm like, I got some errands to run is what I said. I was like, oh, oh, no. I got some errands to run. And so I run back to my shoes that were in the cubby. I'm barefoot in this place at this point. My socks just wandering around. And so I, I get my shoes. And as I'm leaning over to get my shoes and run, this is like peaceful Zen mode. Well, my keys fall out of my pocket. I had like some bobby pins in there, like some bells. Sticky change. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. So I'm making all this noise. I'm like, this is stupid. So I'm like, should I go? Get something to eat? No, I'll just chill. I I was downtown, so I drove around for a little bit. Right. And so I went back at 9. And there were some people left in there, and it was kind of a different experience because sure. everything's kind of dead outside. And so uh, I go in there, and everyone's real chill, and it's four people at a time. They take them in pods. And so now I had the right registration. Good. You go in there. You shower off. Do you do that? Right, yeah, you get yeah. all the... Oils and so Plaza, you go in there, you shower off in this big room, and he's kind of walking you through it. And he's like, "All right, go ahead. Let me let me see. Make sure you scrub underneath them jeblies." <laughs> Just kidding. They give you a lot of personal space. It is a weird interaction. I won't I won't lie. Like it's different. If you're not really personal with people a lot, you'll find that you don't really even get that personal with people. It's more about yourself. You got to get personal with yourself in the long run. Yep. But it is just you got to be open to new experiences. I know Plowboy is. <laughs> and so you go in there, shower off. They give you some ear uh, wax. Yeah, they give you some ear wax. And they put you put that. I had my own. <laughs> <laughs> and I put that in. And then you go in there and you lay down and you have a light switch. I did the room. I didn't do the pod. Yeah, just right there. On the- and then there's like a little music playing and then you lay back. And it's weird because your neck, my neck didn't want to go limp. But you can just lay. Hey, buddy, just let go. That's what the water was saying. And it's it's so just foreign. Like you you feel like you should be, you know, compensating for sinking oh, or whatever. But yeah. you're sitting on top of that water, and it's and once you're in there for a while, you forget where your fingertips end. Yeah, and the water begins. Absolutely, yeah. You become one with the water. It's really great. I heard my own vo- uh, breath, and so I'd be like, <sighs> and then I'd stop. <laughs> Try and make it as quiet as possible. And then after about 30 seconds, I'd be like, oh, you're going to die in here. <laughs> you should probably breathe. So that, But it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I really loved it, even though the first half an hour backfired because I, I thought of the most exotic sandwiches to make. I was like, oh, when I get out of here, I'm going to make a, a Cuban sandwich oh. with an actual Cuban on there. <laughs> oh. But float tanks, if you want float STL and what's the other one? Uh, presence float center. Presence float center. Please do it. Just try it out. It's something new. Maybe you don't like it at first, but it'll really Get, relax you, Plowboy. It'll relax you. I found it more relaxing than any like massage I've gotten, and that's not the you know speak ill of that. It's just eh? for me, I you know the introspection, man. Like it's it's it, not only does it have like physical relaxation benefits to it with the weightlessness and everything, but. And you can really get some thinking done, you know, 60 to 90 minutes, oh. you know, just with your with your thoughts, with nothing else weighing on you. It's pretty cool. It is. And a lot of people, because I'm like, meditate, meditate, bro, meditate. Well, it's hard to meditate if your mind's all over the place. Yeah. But it you meditate so your mind isn't all over the place. That's right, yeah. So you have to begin somewhere. Don't fret if you're not good at meditating at, at, be, at the beginning. Plowboy, do you meditate at all? No, I do not. Nah, man, I just medicate. Nah, 
But no, I don't. You ever tried it? No. You interested in it at all? You're a pretty chill guy anyway, so. I I think, but in my mind, like, I I have ADD and ADHD, which is, I mean, you know, I grew out of that phase. You don't have either one of those, bro. Yeah, and what I recommend, never do any Ritalin or any of that that stuff. No, those stuff. I I think that's all made up. I'm not that educated on it. It is poison zombies, and I never did. So I think my mind would just go crazy. It will. It does. It will. But and, and then it you just does. over time you learn how to kind of you don't even it's not even about silencing your thoughts. Nope. It's just about direct you let it go them. through, you take that in, and then you let it go out. You know, you just kind of process. Do you meditate? Process. Greg? I do, yeah. Okay. What's your tips? If you had some tips for some beginners who are starting to meditate? I think finding a routine, you know, like finding a time of the day that every day this is what I'm really? gonna do. I'm gonna sit for thirty minutes. Whatever you know, I'll put on. Do you like do a some, midday? Do you do a? I, I get up pretty early, so a lot of times okay. I like to do it first thing in the morning. That's not before bad I start my day, kind of clear my space hmm. before everything kind of you know gets heavy on me. Kids, get away from me! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I get you. And pull the whole like Ace Ventura two, like pull the grass skirt over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get a little cranky if without I, my meditation. Yeah, without, <laughs> <laughs> if I don't finish my mantra. <laughs> oh, Hamilama Ding Dong will like that Ace Ventura reference. Um, but yeah, well, when I started, I thought of my veins and breath and blood and how my, uh, to clear my mind, I would think about the cells actually traveling through each part of my veins and capillaries. Oh, for sure. I, I focus on my breath a lot. Breath. You can actually focus on the air particles coming in, going to your lungs, filling them up, spreading to your body and then exhaling all that inner yeah, all the junk. Get all the breathe in the good, yeah, not the bad. Man, that's that's a great tip. Plowboy, would you be interested in trying to meditate maybe for a week, uh, each night maybe for fifteen minutes, and then reporting back to us? I will give it a try. Yeah. All right, we got nice. a little science experiment. Set the hook. Can I do it in silence? I don't need like music. No, I or? no, I think I've it's tried it all. I do it, you know, both ways. But I I think it's great with silence as long as oh, you yeah. you know because your environment does. You know, weigh in and on don't you, expect so. to be like Zen Buddha the first time you. Well, I don't do it. I think that can be Beverly Hills Ninja on the first day. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> just, a great movie. Just do <laughs> Christmas movie or not. Call in eight five five two five. Where was that set at Malibu? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beverly Hills. Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> Malibu's Beverly most Hills, wanted. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> that Malibu or Beverly Hills? I forget. Speaking it's, of Medicaid, oh. it was Beverly Hills, <laughs> St. Laughing. Louis, the county in. Beverly Hills. But you know, meditating is great for PTSD. Absolutely. It's great yeah. for all things of the mind and what isn't of the mind. And there's also a recent study. I don't know. Actually, I don't remember if it was recent or not. If I had my darn intern here, he could look it up. But I've always been interested in MDMA as a treatment. Oh, God. There's a picture of him on the text. Giving us the thumbs it's up. giving us the thumbs up. We love you, intern Tim Howard. God, he's got a lot of want to. That guy has a lot of want to for the Rose Extermination Changing Station, 845-6101. MDMA as a meditation as a medication. Do you buy it? Go. Oh man. It, and I I'm open to almost anything. It, it would all depend on the situation and You're not, you're on the fence. I, I would be yes on the Woo! fence. I'm saying in certain no, everything is should Woo! be in moderation and oh yeah no I'm not the saying right cause in clinical settings I definitely up. think you know I yes mean, and actually when it was first created yes it was you know it it that's what it was for they were actually using it to to test on people with with different uh, 
you know, seeing psychiatrists and everything, and it had great results. Yeah. I think you have to be mature. The love drug. I, I think the yeah. immature people that just think drugs are drugs, those people have really bad experiences, and I think those... That goes back... Those. I think that goes back to, you know, our conversation a couple of weeks ago. When something, when you treat something as a medicine, and you give it the respect, and you yep. say, hey, I'm going in, I'm going to do some work with this, that's one thing. When you, you know, eat a handful and go listen to electronic music... Still and that's tight. fine. Go do your still thing. Kinda well, tight, still kind of tight. Still kind of great, but you know. That's but why I'm at on the, the end of the fence. day, because I, I I'm not into electronic dance music EDM, I, and I right. know a lot of people are that fine. Right. But to me, pressing playing a laptop along with the drugs, it it, it just right. It seems like you're paying a lot of money to avoid really fixing enjoying anything. the music. Well, the clinical studies they've been doing, they will take like a couple. I yeah. know they've been doing couples therapy and they have them both eat a micro dose of freaking MDMA and they will open up to each other. They will say things they normally wouldn't. And the, they're finding out it lasts over time too. They did one on PTSD. Absolutely. Yeah. Maps is doing a lot of unbelievable yeah, maps. Work. Look up maps, look up MDMA, MDMA, MDMA. multidisciplinary association for or psychedelic studies. Yes. And yes, I mean, they just got approval you. from the FDA to go for the third stage. Rick Doblin. Yeah. 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 So. No, amazing things. I mean, that's what that's the uh, Doblin, Rick Doblin, 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 Doblin's right. Yeah. No, they're uh, that's part of the awakening. That's part of this new generation. They are the elders of this generation. Who, who we got? We got the phone lines blown up, but they're finding out that in the right set and setting, all of these things that are Schedule One, crazy, scary, scary. Watch your kids, and they I have get a it. medical use. I get it that the parents back in the day when they couldn't look stuff up online. I'm not blaming them. They were being told these things by people they thought they trusted. What they've taught this generation is you cannot trust any. Don't trust me. Don't trust them. Do your own research. Do your own homework. If you know someone who's suffering from PTSD and maybe the SSRIs ain't cutting it, maybe try it. Don't try it yourself. I'm not saying that. But look up some stuff about MDMA because it's truly it's all of my disillusions or illusions maybe from the past have all been exposed over the last 10 years where, you know, I used to, I thought cannabis was and heroin were, whoo, Hey, you do one, you do the other, other. buddy. (laughs) Don't come in my backyard with a big pen with the top turned around and ask me if I want to smoke weed, pal. That's what happened. Back off. Hempo. Yes, that's why we brought you. All right, we're 15 minutes out, but we're gonna end it there, Hempo. (laughs) Play some music. I like the uh, snorting, uh, uh, snorting sativa sativa snorter. Yeah, (laughs) you dang sativa snorter. It's unbelievable the ignorance that people will try and push. But you can't blame them, right? I I think a lot of times they're scared. I think I disagree with you. Can't blame them. I I think it's most of them are pretty hypocritical. And I, most of them, like I, I'm not going to name any name, but even some people at the station, you drink, but you don't smoke weed, and they have a judgment oh, yeah. on, based upon what they've seen, I either know via exactly a documentary or, you know, <laughs> right. secondhand. So don't have, that's fine if you want to throw your opinion Alcohol out there. Alcohol is crazy, like, it, bad It's insane, and I smoke cigarettes, but the fact Moderation. that our government is in bed with, like, the alcohol companies and the cigarette companies, and they completely just eliminate We're a part CBD, of it, medical marijuana, and all that, it just, it's crazy. They can't even explain it, and I don't know when it'll ever change. I mean, 20 or 30 years from now, when my generation is 50 or 60, and they're taking office, maybe, but... 
it's still a long ways. It's amazing. I think the idea of prohibition is insane on all levels. I mean, it, it is proven not to work. It's proven to make people oh, I less would agree. safe. I'm not saying prohibition. I'm not, I mean, I'm just saying for yeah. anything, whether it's whether it's marijuana, whether it's I mean, the idea that you have to have a separate set of laws. It, it, listen, if I want to self-medicate, whatever I choose to do is really my prerogative. Now, if I go out and There's I laws impede on the other stuff. if I impede on your happiness, if I if I make you less safe, then there are you laws, know, laws on the books that you can enforce just like you do with drunk driving. But the idea that I can't take something because you know what's good for me and, and I don't is it's absurd. And so you'll I just, see the you know, truth, pal. We right. don't we don't need you. Peeking I knew you'd behind see it curtain. my way. You know, give me give me a break. We don't need you peeking behind the curtain and seeing how this whole operation works, pal. This is consumption nation, buddy. Well, I love the old videos and these are really a hoot, too. If you ever want to look these up, they're really a hoot. But when they give like because uh, they were testing all these drugs on like soldiers back in the day. And when they give acid to those British soldiers and try to do like a mock uh, battle type scene, it is one of the greatest things of all time. Like hugging. The commander <laughs> is trying to keep them all together. Of course, one guy does freak out. He's like, Ugh, my uncle touched me. I'm seeing it now. Oh, you know, and you're like, OK, get him in a van. Get him out of here. Not good. The other guys are walking and the general or whatever is like, stay in line. And they're all they got their guns and they're just kind of looking around like is this guy real telling their their guns are all cocked to the side finally the guy the main guy just burst out into laughter and was like oh man we're all one if i kill someone else then i'm actually killing a part of my own organism i can't do this and they're like we can't have this drug on the battlefield are you kidding me that guy loves too much yeah that guy is loving people murder him But we have to at least my argument is we at least have to be open to studying all of this stuff extensively. Point blank. Get them off the schedule one list. Get them off. Okay, we can't do it. So that's that's where I stand on that. And you know what's the this the new CB. I mean, the CBD thing is ridiculous, dude. And now you ha- and now you're forcing you're almost backing parents into a corner to where they might have to go the yes, illegal route. They're gonna make kids you an outlaw. Take it away. I mean, they're gonna make you an outlaw to save your kid. Ah! Either you're whether you're going to Mexico, whether you're going to Canada, or whether you know you're going to some ah! you know, sketchy dude in the what south side of Chicago. What if they built the wall, but it's they crazy. put like a pharmaceutical window in the wall about every hundred yards, you know, just so that you could get the stuff that we need because we're too ridiculous to understand it here. Oh. <laughs> so now they're going too extensive because right? I would never have my kid go through radiation, go through chemo. There's no way in hell that would ever it's happen. It's hard to I, say, man. It's hard to freaking say. Like it is. I, I want to, I, I say I wouldn't do the same thing. I wouldn't do it either. But, when you're faced with that. Oh, ultimately, I think Ooh. when you're in that situation, I you know, I could speak for anyone in that situation right now. Oh, when you get put God. in a place of desperation, man, I mean, Woo. they're going to break it down for you. And of course, they're going to break it down, yeah, hopefully yeah. not in a biased way, but you know how you the machine works, know. you know, their, their so profits are skyrocketing. Like, oh, far, oh, big farm. Look up, look up. There's a Forbes article about the business of chemotherapy drugs, and it's sickening how much they've gone up lately. And it's, well, to transfer to some better news, <laughs> the some, city's falling. Over. The city's falling apart, and we're gonna get a soccer stadium. What do you boys think about that, Plowboy? I know you're all right. Look, he threw his little he's, tootsie he pop. Is, down. He has had it. He I threw his to tootsie pop down. I dropped it. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't okay. mean to throw it. Never, never mind. I, I just think it's a, it's a bad idea. 
I think right now, maybe five, six, seven, eight years from now, I think it's a good. I think we're really jumping the gun on this because not desperation because we lost the Rams, but I think you're just you have people trying to necessarily cling onto something that isn't in theory a great idea for the city just because rebound. I'm just saying there's more you should do. I I feel like you need to revitalize downtown. This is the only city in America to where it is a ghost town anywhere. But, I mean, the the counties are bumping every weekend, and the city is a ghost town. You've got to fix that. you got to fix public transit. you got to fix the crime. Public transit is huge but no one wants to travel anywhere if it's you're gonna get murdered yeah well that's yeah i mean that's a that's a big part of it i mean you know i'm enough of a soccer fan that i would love to see a team here but i am so tired of this crony subsidization of these billionaires and and not even necessarily this group but i mean it's gotten to a point where i feel i'm tired of our city being looked at like the Badlands. I'm tired of people thinking that, you know, it's, no, it's, it's what they saw, here. the riots and everything. It's a wonderful city. Like, great I, I almost here. think, like, and I've talked the to my zoo? friends from, from New York City, like, they, they kind of hate what New York's become, like this yuppie kingdom. Like, it's impossible. Like, it's incredibly expensive to live there. Like, it used yeah. to be, there was, like, a lot of soul in the city. And that's I not mean, to say that it still does. New York's an incredible place. But, like, I feel like St. Louis has those pockets of like brilliant artistry and, oh, you know, totally just does. A, really a, a good sense of community. I do think that our, our government has just been for the last century, just criminal. I mean, they, they, they make it, it impossible. Has, how do we change city. it? How that's the question. How do we change it? Cause I, the same people making the laws that CBD is illegal also have their hand. I'm sure in this, uh, stadium dealing. It's the same politicians, the same people who, and we elect these people to treat us like trash, to let us. Uh, I mean, we're a part of the system. I, I don't want to trash. We're a part of the system. I don't want to trash the Cardinals or Ballpark Village. Oh God, Village not on this show. Because in no. theory, it's a great idea. Ballpark Village, in theory, is a great idea. It, Kansas City has something similar to that, and it helped them out tremendously. That really has been the death the last three years of downtown. I mean, you look at all the the bars that have been open for 40, 50, 60 years, and I understand they had struggles beforehand, and so did the downtown area, but that just crippled it. And now you, yeah. why would bars go downtown when basically— We just don't have enough to BPB support it. is a monopoly. Well, and that's that's the whole thing is it's not even—I mean, it's, it's not uh, residential enough to even— justify the investment and like you know like as much as i like too much the idea, section eight housing sorry as, as much as too i much love the idea of a stadium right there on clark in between bush and union station and it could be like a whole thing man like a mile two miles north like it's it's a war zone dude like okay okay it's hear, desolate you hear know? me out and let me know you guys find be play devil's advocate in my plan here here's the plan we get money for the stadium and we'll chip in okay the city We'll chip in eighty to a hundred million. I'm not a city resident, so I don't know why I'm saying we, but you know, St. Louis City. Let's say if we can get the county on board too. I know that's kind of dream scenario. Yeah. Okay, whatever. So, uh, but we get extra money in there. We can build our stadium. I guess do the licensing fee or franchise fee, which <laughs> joke. And so we get that. Um, but we get plus some because we're going to need a city development program with it. Okay, so we build the stadium, but the stadium has to be solar wind, water, if we want to build it on the Mississippi. I'm sure you could throw a turbine to the community. Every day it produces energy. I looked it up in a lot of stadiums are. A lot of the football stadiums are starting to do it now because they're like, why would we not pay for our stadiums? Why would we not? Go ahead. Why not just 
hey, go pitch it to Amron. Say, hey, you want to kick in fifty million, and you can make this a, a wind power plant I that know. you can. We'll even let you make some money, but you subsidize this. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? Well, part of my plan is that the city residents get a kickback from this thing producing copious amounts of energy every day. Not when the stadium is just running. Every day, this thing, and it's got to be year round. We got to get engineers and architects who say this baby's going to last you. 30 to 40 to 50 years. It's a, a marvel of architectural building. Why not? It's Go big. People, it, it doesn't even really have to be big. I was thinking something like Roman Coliseum looking mixed Where the with. the columns are turbines, basically. Mix, yeah, exactly, dude. Mixed with uh, like the old Bush Stadium. So you kind of have an homage because that kind of looked like the, the Gladiator Coliseum. So you have an homage to the old birds. So there you are. You're paying homage to the best the city has right now. So that's how you build your stadium. It collects all this energy. Okay. Well then you, the extra money you had, you build an area around the stadium. You call it the green light district. Okay. <laughs> and you legalize cannabis and that's your little shop. It can be even a couple blocks away. So you're like, okay, keep the kids in the stadium, people away from it. Go North. Cause we're a city of great potential, great potential. If you want to buy cheap land, Oh my goodness. It's blighted. Oh yeah. my goodness. So you just keep moving north with that extra money and what you need to do. How do you get that area better? How do you get the crime out of it? How do you get these buildings better? What you need to do is you give people a purpose. And how you do that, I work in the trades. You start little miniature trade schools on there. You say, oh, no one wants to be a, you know what? You go get them young and say, this is how you do drywall. This is how Absolutely. you shingle a roof. See all Teach those houses skills. on your street. You'll be a millionaire. You learn some skills around here. You get 500 bucks from each neighbor if you can. Oh, my God. And you're making good money. You hire your buddies. You got to start programs, and you got to have people who are willing to put in the sweat and the blood to make that stuff work. So you have the entertainment district with the green light district, and then you have a program that progressively moves north from the stadium just village by village, because guess what? It's all sectioned off up there. Oh, why is that? <laughs> why is St. Louis all sectioned off in the north side? That's weird. Unify St. Louis, St. Louis strong. But that's that's my plan. What are the flaws in that? Where Am I missing money somewhere? Am I well, a hopeful? You're just missing that people just are too stupid to do it. And I well, think we're talking about it right now. Well, Maybe and that's the thing. Some... I think people, like, they, they disqualify ideas before they ever give them a, a true thing. Now, the, the, maybe the green light district, like, hey, as as much as I like that, the idea of putting it around a family house, move, yeah, it, I know. move it a little further, yeah, no, move it on the outskirts, north, I know, yeah, and that's a statewide initiative. It needs to be handled. I mean, it's you're we're watching. What, of course, what, what, how many states passed it uh, during the election cannabis. this year? I think like seven states or something. Yeah, but, six out of know, seven or yeah, seven so, out of the eight. So you're looking at you know all these all this revenue. I mean, you're this revenue. town is Colorado's going to have a billion dollars uh, in uh, cannabis sales. A billion dollars. We can't help but, you know, just look at that get taxes. Out of our own way. Prohibition creates cartels. All we're doing is making the cartel's job easier sure. to ship drugs everywhere. Because guess what? Prohibition ain't working. I got news for you. Oh, we're just going to make something else war legal. War on drugs. The war on drugs Trillions. is the stupidest thing of all Trillions. time. Brilliant.
Oh, it's ridiculous. And why is the MLS I, acting like we like owe them something? Like, I, well, that's the whole deal. Is they though. acted like we were the they, like you're we doing were us a favor. No, you place. aren't. You're gonna give us a cookie cutter stadium, make a make us pay two thirds of it. Okay, and then you're pocketing ninety five percent of it. I don't understand oh, yeah. how the the owners own the team, right? Yes. Okay, so when Kroenke owns the team, he owns the Rams, and he moved them, and his franchise went from. Nine hundred million to three billion. Yes. Okay. Theoretic money, I guess. I don't know. But so uh, the owners here invest hundred million, two hundred million in St. Louis. They get themselves an MLS team. We buy the stadium. Well, we own the stadium. Okay. So we own this brick and mortar building. They own the team. The Orlando new team. I think they're uh, what they averaged their franchise. What they valued it at was two hundred and forty million. Okay. And they're a brand new franchise. So the owners are going to own a franchise that is only growing exponentially while we're stuck with a building? A depreciating building at that. That's only going to depreciate? <laughs> like, what's? am I missing something well, there? Well, and there has to be, like, a serious entertainment plan with it. Like, I want serious. festivals down there. Like, yep. we've got to – this has got to be way multi-purpose. If but you're asking no us for 80 million, million – no one's going to go down there And they're the talking crime. about $40 million in tax breaks on top of the I know. million they want us well, to that's get. that's why I'm saying yeah. you no can do it. No one's going to go down there. You can do it eight or ten years from now. You have you're right. To, you're you've right. got to get downtown to where people want to go down there. Then you build yep. the stadium. You can't do the build it and they will come theory. We yeah, are already it's gonna be outdated. Indebted. They need money immediately. So you need that constant flow of foot traffic. I'll never. They'll never have if they do it by next year or two years from now. They'll never have that. Well, you clean up the crime by cleaning up the schools. The only people that live down there live in plight. And the county really does a disservice because they're so separated. Well, really and I, I, kind, I get that, but I, I mean, from a different perspective, I kind of understand it, man. I mean, the city just – the city's broke. They mis, they mismanage everything that they do, and the county's government. over it. Like, you get, you get closer in these little municipalities, and the people are so connected with their local government that it's actually representative of them. And then all of a sudden, the city's like, well, you guys are holding out on us. I mean – <laughs> well, yeah, we're holding out on you because we know how to balance a checkbook. You know what I mean? Shut like, up, it's, Hillsborough <laughs> boy. Know? Hey, I'm in Jeff. I'm in the belly of the beast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said that. All right, guys, it's been a fun night. D boy, plow, cuck boy, D man over there. You look beautiful as ever. Thanks for being here tonight, brother. Sorry, I'm eating my last okay, little bit of my sucker. Craig, love you, buddy. <laughs> hey. I just look at you and I just know we were united. Once long ago, and we are reunited, and it feels so good. Brother. There's a couple of noble gases spinning around, babe, ever oh. since the beginning. Hey, St. Louis, be works. safe out there, man. It's slickered and snot on a doorknob. Guys, floating, Charlie Marlowe, CBD, we are live. Hudson, white, white, white collar gangsters, dog. Rose Extermination, 845-6101. Cooley Vape. Vapes. CooleyShop.com. We love everyone, and you know what? Go make the world a better place. Have a good night. Advice designed to enlighten.